This is Melanie Ake. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet John Schiavo, a gold medalist in inline hockey, a champion in the Southern Professional Ice Hockey League, and most importantly, a champion in life. I'm really excited to share what's happening at Everyday Leaders. Go to everydayleaders.com. Subscribe to my website where you can learn strategies to become a leader in your own life. On the everydayleaders.com podcast page, you can connect to the guest of the 2019 Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit and listen to your favorite episodes of the Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Now, if you're ready to take the next step and become a leader in your own life, go to my Everyday Leaders store, select the Life Strategies courses, corporate strategy workshops, or even personal coaching. Go to everydayleaders.com, subscribe, and keep up to date on all of our programs and valuable leadership lessons. When you subscribe to Everyday Leaders, you'll be entered into our monthly giveaway to receive a round to it. If you need accountability in your life, this is a great way to start. Go to everydayleaders.com and become a leader in your life. John Schiavo, I am so excited you're on 50 and 50 Everyday Leaders. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, hockey is my heart. People that know me are like, yeah, that's the girl that played hockey in school. <laughs> and so you come to me authentically because you are a champion in so many things in life. And so I'm really excited to get uh, all of our listeners around what you're doing, how you've achieved so much and what your beliefs are about how you're how you're going through this world. So, man, thanks for taking the time with us today. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me. Like I said, this is uh, exciting. I'm ex- excited to share a lot of this stuff. Yeah, well, well, the last thing that you've achieved, let's kind of go from, from front to back, right? Most recent, you are a champion from the Southern Professional Hockey League. You guys just won the championship. Yeah, so less than a week ago, I was hoisting the truck. Uh, trophy with the Huntsville Havoc in uh, you know, the Southern Professional Hockey League. So in the minor system, a um, little bit lower than what everyone watches on TV, but it's uh, an incredible experience, something that maybe is once in a lifetime and I'm blessed to have an opportunity to play in such a great city and winning that trophy still hasn't really set in, but uh, hopefully it does soon. Hopefully it does soon. It will. You've got so much experience when you look just online and you go, okay, so you just don't win uh, a championship like that. There's so much for an athlete. You've got to practice. You've got to perform. You've got to try out. You've got to go through all of those changes and fears, right, of of trying out and figuring out, like, where you want to go next. Because just because you can ice skate, and you've been skating since you were three, right? Yes, yes. So, so it comes a little bit easier for you the last 22 years. You're getting a little bit better, right? Absolutely, year by year. <laughs> so when you were three, do you remember how you learned to skate? Yeah, it was, it was from my dad. I, I don't remember it perfectly, but and I see a lot of pictures around the house and uh, growing up seeing it with my mom. But 
Yeah, I grew up playing uh, inline hockey, roller hockey. My dad taught me how to skate. Uh, he was never a pro or anything, but he loved the game, and he grew up in the city, so a lot of them played street hockey growing up. So when he when he finally had a chance to get me on skates, he got me on wheels when I was three, and it's been a long road since then. But uh, no, I, I'm very passionate about about hockey, and for everyone that doesn't know, I, I play professional inline hockey as well as professional ice hockey. So it's it's a little uncommon, and I like being amongst the uncommon. But I have a passion for both, and it just so happened that I played a lot more inline before getting into ice hockey. So uh, accomplished a lot in a shorter period of time. So that's, I really want to kind of dive deep into this because so many people live parallel lives. You know, they're doing something today because this is all about leadership, right? <laughs> and this is about really tuning into your life. And so what you just said, you did in line perfectly, right? You were really, really excited about that and did that and then transferred those fundamental skills over to ice. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and it's kind of the same similar game, but one's obviously on blades and one's on wheels. So to really make that transition, lock in and focus to work and hone my ice hockey skills. Um, not that I was behind in the aspect of hockey. I was I was I had the skills to play hockey. I could skate on ice hockey and roller hockey, but to become a professional athlete in both is is a hard, hard road and a hard, hard path and I had to stay consistent with it and I think I turned pro at 16 for roller hockey, and I hadn't even dreamed of playing professional ice hockey yet. I didn't even think it was possible. So at that time, I had met a lot of pros, and they were like, hey, John, like, do you have a chance to maybe be a college athlete or make it to the pros? Like, You really started to start focusing on ice hockey a little bit more as well. And uh, I was able to play and finish my fourth pro ice hockey season in the minors and and got a championship out of it which is an absolute blessing so it's a hard road it's a grind but my passion is to be the best hockey player in the world best hockey player i can be um, myself so i push myself every day as if it's in line or or ice um, i go as hard as i can and, and try to be the best i can be so what are the differences when you think about training and, and, you know, because so many people will say back in their minds, oh, I remember I used to rollerblade. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the blades have changed a little bit, right? <laughs> and, uh, and playing, obviously there's contact involved in both sports and um, skating on blades is definitely different than skating on wheels. I mean, the speed in both are totally different. Um, if you know ice hockey, it's played with five players on the ice at once. Inline uh, roller hockey is played with four players at once, so there's a little bit more space. So little details like that change, but like I said, it, it is still exactly uh, hockey. You have a stick, you play with a puck. Um, but yeah, it is a, it is a little different, and it's definitely not easy to skate. So for the for most people that have never skated or have tried skating for fun, you just know that uh, it's a harder sport because it is on a on a pair of skates. On a pair of skates, and when you think about you know the environment, so when you go from just this this concrete or this wood, you know the the rollerblade environments, you can do that anywhere. You can practice on a pavement. You can practice in a park. You can practice a lot of places where ice skating. You know, if you don't have that around you, now you're from New York, so people think, oh, you've probably got a lot of ice rinks out in Long Island and and fortunate to be able to have that, you know, skating in the ponds in the winter. But 
for transitioning those skills. You know, I think about a lot of people that, that say, hey, I've been an expert in this my whole life, and maybe things around me are changing. Let's take photography, right? People have been photographers for a long time. Then the iPhones come out and all this technology. But mm-hmm. it's using those same fundamental skills as you've learned to kind of transition that from one sport to the other and still excel. And I think that's what's amazing about your story is because you didn't let that stop you, you know? Yeah, and there's always a lot of naysayers or coaches that say that inline hockey can hurt your skating Mm -hmm. um, because the stride is a little different or playing both is a distraction to one. And in my eyes, and uh, this is what I'm fighting, I teach a lot of kids. Um, I'm 25 years old, but I teach even kids that are older than me, a lot of skills. And I teach a lot of young kids developmental stuff and, and skills to handling um, little little skating stuff. So I'm really working on a lot of people. So I learn a lot about myself while I'm still trying to become the best pro it can be and move up in the ranking. So it's nice learning and working with them. But I try and go against all those coaches because my belief is on what has been successful and worked for me. And mm. For me, it's just playing for the love of the game and working every day if it's in the driveway or if it's at a park or if it's on the ice or on my wheels or on my sneakers. As long as you're playing the game and you're working on that craft, honing that craft, um, it's, it's hard to say that's hurting you. So it was really tough all my life growing up around those people that were so negative and, and telling me it was bad for me when now looking back, maybe... 12 years ago, 13 years ago, these people had no idea that I'd win a SPHL championship with the Huntsville Havoc or I'd have an opportunity to play for my country um, at the world stage for inline and end up winning a world championship um, with the world team for inline. So it's pretty crazy thinking that I've done and been very successful at both. It's still kind of surreal and happened in two years very quickly, but it's nice to go and look at those coaches and you kind of just smile because I know what I'm trying to teach and what I'm trying to get across now is, Hey, if you can really work on your game anywhere, um, hockey is hockey. And and that's how we can grow this game. Mm -hmm. And, and so what you just touched on, and I love this, uh, it's about your belief. If you can stay true to what you believe in and that your path and your journey, and you've got your focus, your laser focused on, reducing the noise around you. Mm-hmm. That is key to what a lot of people struggle with because they say, well, I trust my friends or I trust my family or I trust my coach. You know, I trust these people that I go and hang out with. You know, we do a lot of social things. They know me better than anybody else. But really, you're the one that has to guide yourself and believe that what your path is going to take you to, if you just continue to practice on those things and those strengths that you're good at, you never know what can happen, right? Who would have thought going from inline to ice, being a champion in both, and now you're able to, we talked about this offline, but designing a place that you can teach others right in your hometown. Exactly, yeah. So it ends up turning into a little bit of a training facility back here in Long Island. And for me, I really wanted it for a couple of years, and I knew it's going to take a lot of money, a lot of investing, and to be honest, I don't really have a lot of that. So I reached out to a lot of companies I got on the grind and I'm willing to risk everything to attack something that I really love and I believe in. And I know, uh, 
kids are going to want to come train. Families are going to want to kid, bring their kids here to train. Um, and then having the right coaches, having me behind it, my passion, a little bit of um, the championship way, I would like to say it, and, and wanting to be a championship player and wanting to be better and grow as a person and as a player here. Um, that's why I'm willing to risk it and go in and attack this new business uh, alongside of me playing hockey as a professional. I mean, in the minors, uh, you don't make a whole lot of money. So um, I have my own clothing line. And uh, now this is something else that I'm going to attack with this hockey training facility. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about your opinion for kids that are listening to this. And, you know, we, we think about individual sports versus team sports and the benefit that you that you get from that experience and what do you what do you talk to the kids about when they come in uh, what's your goal when they come into your program to talk about those things yeah so it goes both ways I like I do like doing a lot of stuff um, individual because a lot of times in team sports a kid might feel that he's getting a little left out by certain coaches or he's not getting uh, enough training time if anyone has played a team sport, you know that sometimes in the practices you don't get as many reps as you need or you want to be putting in the extra time, but you kind of need a couple teammates to do it. Um, so that's why one thing about my training facility is is kind of want to work on the individual, but also remember that, hey, it's a team sport and we have to do this together, push each other. But at the same time, you could put in the extra work, even though you're playing a team game. So I think the biggest thing is, and what I've learned, obviously, winning is that team and that team bond is is something that you'll never forget. Like winning a week ago, I know that I'll be friends with these players that I was with for life because we won the championship and how the bond gets through the playoffs and how you have to dig deep to win and sacrifice for each other. And I think that goes along for kids listening or, or even adults in business. Like if you want to be that successful company, you really have to bond and you really have to know what the end goal is and what you're trying to reach and how bad you all want it together. And that's how you're going to get there faster and more successful. So I think uh, touching on that for the kids, though, is if you can put everything you want into it, you really have a passion for anything. If it's if it's hockey or if it's art, um, I don't like to say video games much, but if you can be an inventor <laughs> for something like a video game or uh, even a hockey training tool now, like if you have those passions and you see something and it's in view, it's time to, to go and attack it. Like I say, I love just getting after it, thinking about it, working really hard for something that you like and love. So I think, uh, it's, it's about your personal self, but doing it as a team and, uh, still being a team player at the same time is really good. Well, I, I, I like, uh, you know, everything about what you said, but you know, I played defense pretty much all my life and still have played in, in the last few years, but uh, went to nationals, scored a goal, you know, from defense. And I was so excited because of that feeling of you are on that team sport. But for me, in, and I just kind of close my eyes and think about all those years, you know, being a girl on a guy's team and mm -hmm. thinking here I am protecting the blue line. And sometimes I wasn't as fast as these guys, but it is about like doing your part, knowing your position how do you add value to that team so that yes. you can get people set up for the play, right? And so, um, and that's how I kind of think about life now. The hockey was able to teach me so much strategy that now I can kind of go into any situation and think, well, where am I 
And how do I look the perspective of the whole situation to be able right, to achieve the goal, right, in business or in, in any other sport? But it's I think it's so important that people really think more about, you know, athletics is not just the physical capacity, but it is such a mental strategy in everything that you're trying to do in life. A hundred percent. I, uh, I've learned so much just this past season. Um, for all of you that know, hockey season is about seven months long and, and I live away from home and, and lived in Huntsville, Alabama for half of that season. And I had an exit meeting with my coach and, you know, just telling him how much I learned in that short amount of time from the game of hockey for just life, for life in general is incredible because the strength that you get from from the game in, game out, or practice day in, day out, the workouts that you have to go through, and then as you're leading up, knowing that you're going to go for a long playoff run, you know, getting your body ready, getting your mind locked in and focused and we all have things going on in our lives. If it's our family, um, things going on elsewhere, if you're bothered by extra work, things like that. So there's always stuff going on in everyone's lives. It's just if you could hone in on that mental game and be mentally strong and mentally tough to learn from it, take everything as a positive and not a negative and move forward. It's, it's awesome when you get to look back and realize, wow, I got so mentally tough. Um, from these situation scenarios and and I truly believe like what you were talking about being an athlete especially a team sport really isn't just about playing the game and winning it's really about learning and growing in that culture and hopefully you have great coaches and and good supporters in your home um, that when you do come home that sport has taught you a lot at the end of the day. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so many leadership lessons, I think, are in this, and, and part of it is reflection, and and I teach a lot of these leadership classes, and we talk about understanding who you are so that you can add value to you and then add value to others, and it really walks through what you've experienced uh, throughout these years and learning to change your environments and tr- making trade-offs, right? Who would say, I want to leave New York and go to Huntsville, Alabama, you know, mm-hmm. it, and because you knew that there was an opportunity there, right? You were always looking for opportunity. And so I kind of want you to talk a little bit more about your clothing line and how, how that kind of came to you and, you know, what, what inspired you to do that and, and how, um, did you have any fears in starting that? I did have a couple fears. Um, so it really started, I met my partner Kelly about two years ago. Um, she's an incredible woman. She owns Goodwood Hockey Apparel. So she owned her own line before I met her for about a year. And she was doing very well, a little bit on the smaller end. She's from St. Paul, Minnesota is where the company's run out of. Shock. Um, St. <laughs> Paul and hockey, right? <laughs> when, I, when, I had, uh, when I had met her, she was looking to go down different avenue, maybe uh, find some new designs. And she was working heavily in women's hockey, which for you know, Mm -hmm. there's not many people out there striving in exactly that market. So she was stealing the market, working really hard, is still grinding, grinding, grinding. And her story is even crazier. Maybe one day you could have her on because she (laughs) has great stories. She left her job where she was making six figures to start this business and re-ramp her life and do something that she truly loved and had a passion for and it's not just hockey apparel it's things on with that and when i met her 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 vibes 
um, everything about her. I just struck right to her and I said, hey, I've had this idea for like three years. I don't really know how to go about it. I'm ready to invest. I'm ready to start my own brand. And I think for my brand is I want it to be my brand where it's like my style, but at the same time, it just being about roller hockey and ice hockey together, blending the two, um, being a very cool lifestyle brand, and then just representing things that I do and, and little designs uh, that maybe are in hockey that people don't see much mm-hmm. um, and, and just be original that way. So it was a big risk and it, it's something to add on to my resume or onto my mind as another thing to do. But um, the way I look at it is it's a good adventure for me and it could only grow. And especially with the clientele that I have and the following that I have on the internet and and being a pro athlete, hopefully it catches and uh, it keeps running how it's running. But it is hard some nights just thinking of new ideas, thinking of new logos, finding way to, to market better. Um, it's always an ongoing process because me playing uh, and being an athlete is you have to take care of your body. You have to work out and train as hard as you can. You have to be training on the ice, including off the ice in the gym. So doing a power line is completely different for me. You, you could sit on a computer, you could sit on your phone, you could be creating. So it's not as much of a physical grind as it is a mental grind. So mm-hmm. for me, it's cool and it's a good experience. It's been great so far. And like I said, Kelly, my partner is is incredible. So she helps me a ton, but it's a big learning curve and uh, hopefully it just keeps growing. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite shot on the ice? What's my favorite shot? Well, I would say I love taking my wrist shot, but uh, I have, uh, if you've noticed, I have a little bit of a YouTube channel in my Instagram and <laughs> yep, <laughs> I love doing trick shots. So I really, really enjoy trick shots. So if anyone's seen, um, any crazy shots online of a basketball or football player hitting targets and stuff. So imagine that, but uh, with a hockey stick and puck and uh, doing it in the most random places, uh, over lakes or out of the rafters in our arenas, onto the ice and into a little goal. So I'm always uh, being creative with that. I like being creative. I like getting out there and uh, doing things that people might not think are possible and uh, achieving it. So I enjoy it. (laughs) And it's so cool because that's kind of your brand, you know, your trademark of because you've been able to do this and transfer your skills. It's like, Hey, let's try this now. And and you just kind of step into exactly. And like I was talking about earlier, I think as long as you're playing hockey or doing something with it, um, you could only be getting better at it. So it's something I enjoy that when I have a stick in my hand, even if I'm doing a trick or if I'm training really hard, um, I enjoyed, and yeah, some of those tricks are, I'm still shocked that I've hit them and made them as, <laughs> as good as I did. So pretty, uh, even impressed with myself sometimes when I hit them. It's so fun. I've got to, we're going to connect this definitely to this podcast so that people can, can go check that out. Cause it's really fun. And I think, how did you even think of that? <laughs> you <know? laughs> but it just comes to you, you know, when you're really committed to your process and, And so I want you to talk a little bit about um, just this idea of awareness. And so you're, you're kind of stepping into you've, you've had these championships and you've been able to accomplish all these great things and being aware of who you are is really phenomenal. And now stepping into this coaching and being able to create this space for kids and, and this dream of these camps. So 
where do you think it's all going to go next? Do you have mentors that are helping you kind of think through this besides Kelly? And, and what does that look like for you? Yeah, I, I definitely have a couple mentors. Um, and they're not, they're not nearly as close as I'd like them to be, but uh, communication over the phone is key now. And I'm always reaching out to them on ideas and strategies on how to approach, you know, the next thing. And, and also sometimes I think, am I doing too much? Am I doing too little? Um, and I think right now I'm at the, I'm at the right pace. I'm training really hard. Obviously the season just ended. So I'm resting a little bit Mm -hmm. and working on my two businesses, working on strengthening players and making them the best they could be and follow their dreams. So I think, uh, my parents are, are the biggest. Um, mm-hmm. I actually move home in the summer. I live home for the three months in the off season, which is, it's great to recharge and be around such positive people. And, uh, my dad still works really hard. My mom, uh, doesn't work as much anymore, but she takes care of my grandparents. Like she's a nurse. So just the stuff that they do and the way that they raise me, I mean, running things by them, talking to them, we might not have the most money, but I guarantee you we have the most love as a family. And, and then having Kelly and a couple other people that uh, I always call to when I need to, it's it's a great little uh, click that I have and I'm blessed to have them. But it's nice to have the opportunities that I have. And a lot of them aren't because of money or um, privilege or whatever you want to call it. it. It came because of just hard work and getting the right opportunities and being in front of the right people. And then uh, doors like the clothing line open doors like this facility is going to get open. And, uh, my playing career, how it's went is just because of how hard I had to push and, and open people's eyes. So mm-hmm. definitely my parents, definitely Kelly. And, uh, I appreciate them a lot. Well, that you've got such an awesome story, John. And I, you know, I always come back to some of these, these, um, teachings of design, you know, successful people always plan their life. So whatever's happening, you're in that constant success mindset. And so opportunities do open up to you when you are creating those right environments and you put yourself out there and, you know, you aren't, you're taking care of your body. You're not out doing other things when you're traveling with the the teams and, you know, you're really consistent and you're practicing those things in your life and it becomes your brand. And so, you have chosen to design your life for success and simple things. All the things that you've talked to us about are really things that anybody could do. They just have to believe that they have the power, right? To stick yes. to it. Yes. And I think it, it is like we talked about, it's a lot in the mind. And I was recently just talking to someone around my age, a little bit older than me that was so worried about even being judged and um, I think when you find a way to overcome your mind in the way of not worrying about how people are looking at you, not what you're wearing, how expensive your watch is, like, I'd rather be plain Jane, John Chiavo, and wear my, my own apparel, black and white, not the craziest expensive shoes on, not the nicest suit when I go out, like, I go out, I act like me. I, I like being clean shaved sometimes and like look nice, presentable that way. But at the end of the day, if someone's going to look at me and judge me for all the things that I'm doing, or to be honest, this is what I get a lot is, Hey John, like you're always doing so much. It's like, do you even have fun? And I'm like, 
like, how are you asking me that? Like, I am literally have a smile on my face all the time. <laughs> I love everything that I do. I love how much I love the game of hockey. Um, what a good son I am to my parents. Like, I think about all those things, like, and how happy I truly am. Like, I'm not just putting on a front for anybody or acting a certain way for other people. Like, I'm going to be myself with it, talking to you on the podcast or meeting someone in Walmart and them knowing who I am and having a conversation or, you know, after a championship game, host hosting the cup and meeting fans right after, like, I'm going to be that same person all the way till the end. And I, and I pray it stays that way because uh, it's how I've held myself this far and through my career and through all my endeavors. So it's exciting to, to see that process and people that really do know me and are close with me um, will say that that really is how I am. And hopefully everyone listening, it is a hard thing to break, but when you break that trend in your mind of just doing your thing and caring about um, your family and caring about all the people that really do matter to you, and sometimes maybe your family is the biggest critic, but getting over that little hump and uh, believing in yourself and what you want to be and what you want to do, um, you could literally do anything. You could literally do anything. And, and I want to know what your favorite quote is. I'm going to tell you mine. All right, it's, let's hear it. <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> oh, Gretzky. Pretty classic, right? But that I always... A, oh, a... <laughs> I think about that every time I try to do something like, well, if you don't try it, you're never going to know if you can succeed. And, um, and I didn't learn that in hockey, but I learned it in life. And, and so I just want to ask you here, what... What is your go-to quote when you kind of get like, this is going to be tough, but I can do it. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of tough ones. Um, I, I honestly follow so many good accounts where there's so many, uh, good quotes and so many famous people. Um, I'm, uh, I've been lately hooked on to Eric Thomas and Inky Johnson. I went and saw them live and, and they have some incredible quotes. Uh, Eric Thomas is like, um, as bad as you want to, as bad as you want to breathe, uh, then you'll be successful. Like if you push away everything else and you do something as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. So, so things like that, um, from him are, are awesome that I really like, but to be honest, I, I kind of make my own quotes. Like, mm -hmm. um, when I'm playing, I always just think of strength. I think of things that are strong, like a lion, um, if I'm having a rough day, like just trying to think of happy thoughts, as silly as it sounds, like the ways that I don't want to be as miserable or as tired that day, like you think of strength and you think of happiness, like you could start turning your brain right around because if you're thinking about those things, it, it uh, won't sit in for long. So I uh, definitely have a lot of quotes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like making up my own sometimes. Well, and I think it's so important for people, you know, so many people that come through my classes say, well, there's all this negativity on social media. And like what you said in the very beginning, you know, you don't really see that when you're in this mindset, because you either have eliminated that from your feed, or you just don't pay attention to it. You know, it's, it's like when you buy that red car at every stoplight, you see that red car, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? It's, yeah. it's really focusing in on it. So, um, 
you know, that one of the other kind of concepts is we only use 10% of our brain and our capacity. And so if we can stretch ourselves and really just push the ideas and the opportunities, which is everything about what your life is unfolding in, and you're 25 years old, and here you've accomplished all these, this gold medal and this championship and, and a clothing line and now a, a camp, right, that you're building. And so I just love your story, and I want to encourage people to connect to you. Um, even if it's not about hockey, you've got so much to teach the world, and I see great things for you, John. <laughs> I really Thank do. I really appreciate that. That really means a lot. And, yeah, one of the biggest things since I was young, and I just remember one of the first times, like, meeting a young kid that, like, really looked up to me, um, followed me on the Internet. His parents were obviously there, and I would say he was, like, 8 or 9, and I was probably 16, 17. I was just pro uh, in line at the time and he was asking for my autograph wanted you know wanted a stick of mine signed all this stuff and I tried to give him as much as I could of mine and um, just the way that he looked up to me I remember looking up to people on tv that way and mm-hmm. for him to look at me um, the way they did and you could just see how excited he was and he wanted to be like me wanted to play as hard as me um, it, it's something that I'll never forget. And I cherish that still to this day, cause I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that might look up to me or look up to any athlete. And, uh, someone had quoted it saying that you never know. I think it was Kobe Bryant. You never know when someone's watching you. It could be their one time watching you play or their last time watching you play. So even when I play now for fun or when I'm training with the kids, like I try and give everything I got because you know, maybe that's the only time that kid will ever see me try as hard as I can. And it'll set him up for uh, seeing how hard he has to work or how hard how hard he has to train um, to become what he wants to become. So uh, little things like that really keep me going, really keep me motivated. And it's uh, a privilege to see kids uh, look up to you then that way. John, you're awesome. <laughs> this has been so much fun. Uh, I really just from my heart, I appreciate you sharing uh, your story. And, and because I think so many people, whether they're an athlete, whether they're just trying to succeed in life, they can learn so much from you. And I, I just wish you the best of everything in, in what's coming. I know there's big plans and and you're going to have a lot of success because of how you've set yourself up. So do you have any closing thoughts for us? Oh, I really, really appreciate it. I'm happy uh, Hockey Minds got to connect on this podcast. <laughs> um, it's, no, it's been great talking to you, and maybe in the future we'll get to get to chat again. And everyone out there, uh, maybe a little ending note is uh, just be kind to each other. It's, uh, it's nice every day to try and thank one person or reach out to someone that I haven't talked to in a while, or even if it's at a gas station, holding a door for someone, saying please and thank you. I think uh, everyone's stuck a little bit too much in their phones lately, and it'd be nice to uh, give a little thanks every once in a while, reach out to someone that you haven't talked to, or, or just do a little extra for a stranger that's uh, being extra kind. So that'd be a nice way to finish. That'd be, that'd be a great way. That's a great challenge for every single person to do one thing, being a leader, stepping up and being an everyday leader, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can do this. It's just your mindset. And great, great challenge for everyone that's listening to this.
So, John, thank you again very much for coming on the program today. This has just been a joy of my heart and so glad that we connected. And I'm going to come out to Long Island and find you. Can't wait. And maybe Can't I'll wait bring my skates. <laughs> Love it. You'll have to come to the trading facility. Absolutely. So thank you. Have a wonderful 2019. And, and thank you again for coming on the program. Yes. Thank you very much for having me. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake with Everyday Leaders. I wanted to invite you to join my leadership class. It's Life Strategies 101, where I'm going to take you through the everyday 15 laws of growth. It's an amazing journey. It's 15 weeks with me as your personal coach. Join me, everydayleaders.com, and sign up today.